to another episode of Nerds and the City. Uh, episode 10, uh, you have myself, Tony, and... Your boy, Ricky. And what name we have today? <laughs> I don't have anything cool, like Nickelodeon. There you go, how's that one? Nick at Night. Nick at Night? Yeah, you're, you're clip photography. I like that, Nick at Night. Nick at Night? Nick at Night. How about Naughty Nick? Naughty, 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 naughty Nick. You heard it here first. Naughty Nick will be a thing. Yes, that's right. his gamer tag. <laughs> naughty Nick. No, what is your gamer tag? Moral uh, monkey. Moral monkey. <laughs> some people have like some. Crazy... Uh, mine is terrible. I, I've been wanted to change it. What it's it? Bars forty five, but it's been there for the longest. Because of soccer. Right? Yeah, Barcelona is my favorite soccer team. Forty five. Just a number, but I couldn't get. Yeah, and mine's is no dead pixels, and that I mean, was, that was which big. is what you're complaining about. That's that seems no, cooler than. But that's the thing; it just came from like you, like well, mine's well for you is your last name and monkeys your favorite random. Mine's came from, uh, I think me and my friends were trying to do like a YouTube channel or like gaming, and doing photography at the same time, and we were like, oh, no dead pixels, and it just I said I bought the PS4 at the time, and I just set it up, and it just stuck with me. So all like my personal things like Instagram, but that does seem like a cool like thing. Like Morel Monkey, it just seems like I- I'm literally probably the person who goes around fucking with people. So I'm sorry, messing with people. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm not even a gamer. I'm just somebody who goes around like me- like messing other people's games up. Yeah. Well, talking about games, this weekend we were at. Oh, we're still at CEO 2019 in Daytona. CEO. Uh, 10-year anniversary this year, 10 years strong. Yeah, if people don't know what that is, so CEO is a very popular fighting game tournament. So your Street Fighters, your Mortal Kombat's, yeah, you name it, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. Uh, What else? Many others. Brawlhalla, which I'm surprised it got uh, its own own streamline, its own uh, stream. And yeah, it's been 10 years. Yeah. It's I've been since like I've been going since the first one, even though I missed a couple years. But yeah, and I started going about four, like four to five years ago. And Nick, how long have you been going to it? I mean, I don't know. Like for me, like because I'm you went. I'm not somebody who really like does fighting games that that much. But since I have so many people in the community that's like friends and family. I've always been available to help, so I've probably been around since the first one, just to just to support Mikey. But I don't remember like I don't remember it that well, just because I, I'll just show up whenever I'm needed. Yeah, and talking about our cousin Mike, uh, we have to give him a definite shout out to yeah, how everything 100%. was how everything was around with Alex Jabaley, Tong, Rafi, Ryan, Rosie, the whole lot. There's another guy named Ricky that he was running brackets, Andres. Like it was a it was a combination or a community like how is the CEO if you haven't heard of it, it's called collective no a community effort Orlando, and it's all about the community and that's all they put all their efforts to present it, and they had some great volunteers the staff was like the people that uh that were toing the tournament organizers, running it everything was smooth on that end and everything else was um, really fun. And this is the second year that they uh, so uh, they did a cross promotion with a wrestling organization. Uh, last year was uh, New Japan. This year was AEW. Um, you would see it. It was called Fighter Fest. Uh, me and Nick, me and Ricky got to go. Yeah, that was. I got left on the cold. Huh? I got left on the cold. 
<laughs> we had to leave one behind, yes. so he yes. was he, one man down. Horrible. He got the short. <laughs> he got the short stick. But it was my second uh, wrestling event ever. What do you mean, ever? The, going live, like to this particular uh, no, type to, of I, event, no, or no, just ever to any wrestling event ever. Wow, this this was my second. The first one was last year at New Japan, because um, I was volunteering. I was helping with media, but yeah, that was it. Was really good. Ricky was uh, the whole time. Ricky's looking at me, and I'm like, who is he? And he would just give me like a little back history of like they used to be in different organizations, but it was fun. But besides that, like other than that, they they I know they had another thing with uh, DDR, and one of my favorite things throughout the whole weekend for me was Jabaliland, and Jabaliland is just a room full of empty tables that people bring up their own monitors systems and then they just do casual play and then they have their own arcade monitors or arcade systems yeah. on the opposite sides they had street fighter gundam which mean me and ricky were playing i never played and ricky was like you're my teammate you have to help me out i'm like i don't know what i'm doing just press buttons and after like two games ricky was like yeah all right we're done we can't be teammates let's go to, let's go to another game and they had uh Dance rushdown. Yeah, so like, it was pretty cool because so the one side of the room, like uh, Tony said, you could uh, bring in your own TV, bring in your own system. Like there was people playing Mario Kart, people playing a whole bunch of other games, and then the other side was like an arcade room. Yeah. So like like Tony said, there was a whole bunch of classic arcades, arcade cabinets that are from, from Japan. Japan. Yeah, um, they the, had, only, the only one I'm disappointed I didn't get to play was Initial D, which is funny because that's like one other than yeah. DDR, that's like one of the very few games that there that was not fighting. Yeah, that's true. They, they had, had that, a whole bunch of dancing games. They had well, then yeah. because now they just had that they're adding it to the repertoire of like to expand it because they had the DDR tournament. Yeah. But they had that other one, the synchronized beat one. The beat one, yeah. yeah. I was playing that. I was like, this. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. So wait, 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 wait. So not only we're going to have like regular fighting games, now they're going to try to do dance battles? Yeah, they have. Is that going to be well, a thing? Well, like, it was like a side turn. So they had a whole bunch of side tournaments. And that was last year. They started that last year. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So Like there was a Mario Kart tournament. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When people come bring, bring their own systems, they'll, they, they had... They just bring any game they can make any yeah. game you can have you can play you can make it competitive, and that's what I love about that. And they cool. Uh, did you see when we when we were at uh, Friday night? They were playing uh, Super NES, the Sailor Moon fighting game. No, I didn't see that. One. Yeah, it was like wow, and they had like arcade sticks and everything. I was like Jesus, this game looks old, but people were like playing were it. it. Yeah, in it to win it. There were people playing in the middle of the hall. I remember where the yeah. where everybody was relaxing. People just had the little switch systems and just started playing Smash. Yeah, so um, definitely cool. Jabali Land is 24-7. Yep, mm-hmm. it opens, normally it opens well, at 24 hours. 24 hours. It opens at 10 o'clock, I think, Thursday night or either. No, it opens the first thing in the morning, Friday, and it doesn't close till about 8 o'clock Sunday of the event. Right. And that's at Sunday eight o'clock is usually like the last main event that's held. If you guys haven't seen it, it's in a, a wrestling ring, and all the top eight 
competitors for each game have their own theme music to walk down to. I feel like that experience is amazing. Yeah, like, it's exclusive to CEO, and yeah, no like, other tournament does that. No other, no other tournament except Evo has like the production. I feel CEO has. Yeah, it. So that, it's just oh, yeah, maybe Combo Breaker too, but man, Combo Breaker, yeah, but it's nuts. It's just everybody crazy. has their own entrance, but nothing does it like CEO because they. You could tell that you can see it from the evolution of like once they hit the ring, like oh, they're really into wrestling, and now they got. And you know, sorry, I remember that. That's from one thing I remember a couple of years back when I started seeing those entrances. It was because I mean, wrestling wasn't well. You know, it was. It was a prominent part of it, but it was just interesting, just because people were getting into like the wrestling spirit. And I guess it's cool because think about it. You know, as a gamer. You don't get to like live it. Let's say like you would watch a WWE wrestler or something like that do it. So that's the fact that you actually have the whole spectacle involved in it, and just you walking up to the stage, it's 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 fun. It's something where you're like, man, I'm I'm outside of my my comfort zone, but I'm doing something big. So the bigger the better, and everybody gets to just kind of do stuff with it. I love it. Yeah, it was a great experience for them. Oh yeah, no. If if you win one of these games, you do get a championship belt. Yeah, yeah. It is, you know, it's it's awesome. I think whatever this started, I remember I'm like, this is such a good idea because I feel like the fighting game community and wrestling mix well. Yeah, because we get hype like wrestler fans do, and and it shows. I mean, people were the whole arena was like packed. Yeah, and was lit. They were, <laughs> they were, yeah, they were. They were passionate about it. Like, I mean, it was just interesting. Just because you, you watched you watched the game, and I mean, this is something you probably seen a million times. You play in your room, you play with your friends, and you know, you know, you do what you got to do. But man, to see an entire arena light up for everything you do on on a game system like that is just it's crazy. It's amazing. I mean, I mean, they were they were not just like yelling or, or they were standing up, they were stomping, they were they were going nuts out there. I loved it. Yeah, it was cool. So, yeah. Nick, I got a question for you. Yeah. So, me and Tony, yeah, we are f- pretty into like our fighting games and stuff like that. But you're not. How would you like tell other people that are in your same shoe? Like, how would you get them to come to this event? It's, like, what would you say? Like, how do you like this event? Like, how do you experience like from, it? From your perspective yeah. of, like, not you knowing that you're not going to compete. And you went, and I know you played a few games, but it was not like how you said yourself. You're like, I'm not a gamer, but yeah. how would, what was your experience from that point of view, from that from that? I mean, and I say that a lot, too, because I'm not, when I say I'm not, a, uh, especially when it comes to fighting, I'm not a gamer in that way, because I know... I can I, I can I can see the investment somebody would have to make for it. And it's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's investment. Just like anything else. The time, effort, knowing, you know, yeah. moves up like that, knowing what your opponent's gonna do, what you know, things like that. It's a lot to invest in and I love it. And I get to enjoy it based on that perspective, but I know I, I don't I know I wouldn't even wouldn't even bring out bring a challenge to anybody who I would play. Which is fine. Yeah. But, you know, and going into that I love watching it just because, like today, uh, I was watching. I was I was watching. Um, I forgot who was a challenger. It was uh, you were telling me it was one uh, somebody from Japan and yeah. an American player, yeah. and it was Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because it. What was it? So it went as far as it was uh, best out of what five. is it? Three best out of five. Out of, yeah, yep. three out of five. Right. 
So both players at this point had already got their their numbers in. They already got two. So in a you know in one match is three three rounds depending on if you know if one loses then whatever. So it literally came down to the very very final fight and all that tension brought up and I mean it was just amazing. Like I said, it's just amazing to watch something that let's say I watch you know how many times a week in my room playing that in that sense it could be mediocre to see it played on a level where it's so much drama, so much tension built up for it. So as a spectator, I loved it. I, I love the fact that I could just sit back and, and watch it and enjoy it, even though me, myself, I'm not somebody who would like openly want to go ahead and play just because I, I don't, I know I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it the, the, the respect it deserves. Yeah. But it's, it's fun to watch people with their, you know, cause like I said, it's an investment and I see people come and walk around with like, whole monitors, you know, game sticks and all this stuff. And I know the value of everything they're walking around with. So like I said, that's that's such an investment, not just in the knowledge, but also in the and what they have to pay for and like just walking around with all that equipment just to practice as a random open plug. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's, a, a, that's the thing. Yeah. It's not it's like people would think like when we talk about it, it seems like, oh, it's only people from Daytona, Orlando, Tampa. No. Like, no. I've met people from Wisconsin, yeah. Michigan, people from California, a few people from Canada, Japan. Japan. They come all over Man. around the world. This, I think, this is considered uh, Europe. Like Europe. I think this is the second biggest fighting game tournament in the U.S. Right next to Evo. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah, but what one thing that um that that stood out to me. And this is because this because last time around I volunteered and I was very heavy on volunteering. I was like running brackets behind brackets and helping with media recording. This time, I took a softer approach. I I ran brackets for one day Friday, uh, Dragon Ball Z, one of my favorite games right now to play fighting games. And after that, like like I was taking me and Ricky would go to to Jabili Land and play. And there was this uh, Japanese fighting game. Completely, I forgot the name. I, I want to Google it. Or find it, and there was a kid just sitting there, and he was like, "Cause I'm not really big on, I sometimes I just don't know the sequence of how the game is played." And he was like, "Oh, do this, this." Like he was like actually helping me out. Like I used to compete in pool. If you're playing with somebody in pool, just as a casual, they don't take it easy on you. They're gonna destroy you without giving you pointers, mm-hmm. unless they're like a high skill skilled player that they know. And that's the thing. Like this guy was like, you could tell when he was playing. I was like, all right. He's really good. He is really good because he he was he was schooling me bad, but the passion, the love he has of the game and helping everybody else around him was the same. And I experienced the same thing the next day from a different guy at the uh, Zemo uh, BenQ monitor um, vendor section. We were playing Samurai Showdown, and the guy goes, "How long have you been playing Samurai?" I'm like I've have not touched the game since it probably first came out in the U.S. And that's the extensive. I know he's like, all right, usually dragon punch formations, quarter cycle, quarter circle front, quarter circle back. Usually zigzags are usually like the special moves you could do. I was like, all right, thank you. And after that, I gave, I, I was a little bit more better because I have a grasp of understanding of the game format or the, you know, how the game is ran. But even now I was like, dang, he didn't have to do that. He could have just been like, oh, he's a scrub. Let me just kill him. Or beat him 50 games and not say something and just let him walk away, like, disappointed. Right. No, so, 
on that track. So I have competed at this tournament before. I know that me and Nikki said we were going to compete this time, <laughs> but it's like Nikki said, like, and this is what most people got to understand. Like, if you, if you're a listener and let's say you have a kid and your kid wants to be a gamer, you got to understand, like, now these days, like, you could, it is, you could live off being a gamer. Yeah. But you just need to put a lot of hours. And that's why me and Nikki did it because we don't have the time. Man, I try. I try to give myself an hour every day, and honestly, that that's was nothing. So when I was really into it, when I was, and this was probably, I think the last year I kind of stopped was like 2014, 2013, because I wasn't single anymore at that time. But <laughs> mm. but um, I remember I used to work. I used to work, and then at night, the whole night was get, playing, playing. And playing with people all the time, repetitive, repetitive, and um, but yeah, now that's not a thing. <laughs> now yeah. I'm like I get home and I, I go to sleep. But going back to Tony saying about like pro players not helping out and stuff. So during pools, I mean, these guys, like I said, are trying to make a living and they're trying to make money, and it's their job. A lot of them is their job. So I saw like on Twitter, like a lot of people were. Kind of upset, like these pro gamers, uh, like kind of like brushing people off or not being friendly, like they should. Yeah, and approachable, approachable, and I get it. It's just like these guys are focused. Like you got to give them space. You gotta like they can't play you because they're (laughs) they're like thinking about their actual tournament. Yeah, so. If you're a person that wants to meet like a very famous player, because there's a lot, there's a lot of players over there that I'm like, oh my god, like there's Daigo. Yeah. Daigo is a huge Street Fighter legend, but give them give them space. Yeah, because <laughs> I did that. I did read on Twitter that somebody tweeted that like they were having breakfast and Daigo was having breakfast with his friend or something, and somebody yeah. just randomly comes up, sits next to him, and starts talking to him. And like, oh, can I take a selfie? I'm like. Yeah, dude. this guy is enjoying his breakfast. Like, yeah, I understand if you're a fan and you want to approach him, but like, have the he is a human being and he needs his time to de- decompress from what he's about to go into. Right. Because yeah, it's like almost you have to turn on the switch. Like you're not, like, you're working. It's like when you work, you you turn on your you switch to work and you work, and that's what he yeah is. This is exactly job. this is his job is what he yeah, does full time. So I brought this up because. Um, when we first got in, I sat down and I started playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, if you guys remember. And then some of the top Mortal Kombat players came in, and I was like, "Hey, you want to play?" And they played with me, and I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> and I'm and I'm playing like he made like top thirteen this week. Oh, it was Katana Prime, and I was like, "Okay, let's play." <laughs> like, and I played a little bit with him, and I got one round, and that's it. <laughs> we played three matches, so and then I moved. I moved to the side, and I played another kid. It was fun, and he was teaching me things. And he, because I play his his character, so you just got to get them at the right time. If you get them at the right time, they will definitely help you out. Every CEO I've been to, I've played the top layers, and all of them like gave you advice. If you ask them, like, "Hey, man, like, what do I do in this and this?" and they'll 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 help you out. Yeah. You just gotta. I've I've even seen it during during when I was running pools. Yeah. Like 
on the offset, I like while I was running, I could, I could hear other people ask um, Goichi. I think he was playing, mm. and they were like asking him questions, and he he'd respond or he would reply with whoever he's talking to. Yeah, and he was helpful. He yeah, was, even uh, some some people even help you out when you're in the tournament. I remember very back when you know <laughs> I was not good, <laughs> or I mean I'm still not good, but when I was like better. No, not not. I was not good getting to better. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the first tournaments I went to was like oh and two. It's okay. like the people there would be like, "Hey man, you're doing this wrong. Like stop jumping." Or yeah. <laughs> it's like if you want to get good, you gotta work on this and that. And I did. And then the next tournament I went like one and two. And then the next tournament I went two two. And then three. You know, you start slowly progressing. Progressing. But, but with that, like how you said, it takes dedication. And oh yeah, it takes a lot of time. Of course, I mean, a like because I, I honestly opened up because like, I started to really kind of like research a lot of it, right? And I mean, just the the idea of the technical aspect that you have to know, like response time, you know, down to microseconds. I mean, the frame data, the frame out of the bo- yeah. hit boxes, the footsies, the I mean, you have to basically know almost to the degree of how these people even program this game and then know how to respond accordingly. Like, uh, like I saw in one match that I saw was interesting. I kept on seeing the guy like kind of about, like kind of in a crouch position. And I was like, kept on wondering what he was doing. And then I realized he kind of figured out the other player because the other player kept on throwing. It was Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. So he kept on throwing. What is it that uh, uh, Guile does? The, the, the Sonic Boom. The Sonic Boom. He was sitting there waiting for so opportunity to either slide under or jump over it, and I didn't realize until he actually jumped and jumped into his his whole thing. So he created a strategy as he's playing based on the player that he was doing, and I think that's that's what I'm saying. You'd have to have a knowledge about what the character you're playing can do, what the other character that you're playing can do, and what the system itself can handle. It's crazy. It's all about situational awareness. That's what they they. It's like instant. You don't have that. You have a split second to to adjust, readjust, attack, block, move, step back, advance, jump. Like it's it's insane. Like they were like, oh, and then even the 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 frame data, like Ricky was talking about, like if you block on two, yeah, yeah, it's a command. That's how you get good. I mean. You don't get good just knowing these things, but if you know, you're definitely an advantage. Yeah. Like when we play casual, I know some of the frame data. When, when I see Tony do this one move, I'm going to punish him after it because <laughs> I blocked it, and yeah. I know I have better frames. Yeah. It's really that's the thing. Like fighting games, it's crazy because there's so much into it. There's combos. There's you have to read your opponent and think of what they're going to do. It's a lot. That's why I think I, that's why I love it because there's so much. Um, if you work for it, you get so much reward. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So that I I in for myself because when I started, I was playing. I was playing. I was. If people don't know, I play. Used to play an amateur pool. I know I mentioned it earlier, and I've been to Vegas for national competitions. Like, what would be the the majors for, like CEO for what for pool. Oh yeah, pool, right? Yeah, billiards. Billiards. Yeah. I used to play pool. And like when people come in and you see that focus, I'm like every time that some I see somebody at like a high level player, I'm like, I remember when I used to put all the hours 
Like I used to go to work and then I used to practice from like 6 p.m. to 3 in the morning, go home at 4, wake up at 6 to go to work at 7 and do that for like three days in a row. I even told you, you remember, yeah. like, you remember when my mid-20s, I used to be do so much. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I mean, me too. I mean, there's I could tell, like I said, we all, our friend Mikey, me and him, we used to just play all night or we have a whole group. Heck, in my old apartment with me and my friend Al and Mikey, we had a scoreboard. Remember, <laughs> I remember that? it. Yeah, yeah I remember. we had a scoreboard. My friend Al would come every day. We would just play. We would say, oh, yep, I won today. <laughs> and we would just, you know, play all the time. Yeah, by the way, I, I, I would hate for me to play somebody in, in a fighting game the way I play you at billiards because you're annoying. Cause, <laughs> no, because what happens is. I know what his level. You can't do that. No, 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 that's no. cheating. No, no. I know no, what I, I know what Tony's skill set level <laughs> is. I know what Tony's skill set level is. So, you know, and I know I love playing. Sometimes I have a good game. Sometimes I have bad. Tony but plays Tony, with his food. No, to, yeah, Tony. No, he does. He says, don't play with your food. Stop playing with your food. He Tony. basically will not like intentionally play unless he's playing somebody he thinks is as level. So like no, really. he'll shoot the ball around in a circle for somebody to catch up to him, and then why, I see him. Why'd you stop? Um, I got burnt out. Okay, I got burnt out. Like, um, because at the when I was playing APA, um, every night's a different night. Like you get to do eight ball or nine ball, and there's different pool halls. Some travel. And at one point, I was doing, I was at four teams, five teams playing Tuesday to Sunday. And and on top of that, that's tacking on the pockets. Because every time, if you go to your match that week and you play, mm-hmm. you have to pay $8, to, which is nothing. Right, right. But $8 five times in a week is 40 bucks a week that I'm paying to play pool. And then on top of that, I would go by myself to another pool hall. That nobody's practicing that's empty and just practice my shots, practice a fundamentals, practice tactics, like situational awareness. Like if the ball go this way, how can I get out of it? Right. So I just got burnt out because it was it was becoming too much and I was getting tired and I was going to full, school full time also. So but. Yeah, and what Nick says is like I don't play with my food. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. No, no. Here's, my situ- here's, my Here's t- the thing, though. We all do. Like even when I play you guys in Mortal Kombat, nice to know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I played. A, I'm not an arcade stick player, but I play with an arcade stick because you know it's, no, no, no. it's good to learn. It's good to learn, and that's the thing. That's why yeah. like, I'm like, he's like, why do you play with your food? Why didn't you play me like you normally do? I'm like, it's still fun. No, I'm I, right now. I'm, I'm playing with. No, that's why it's on Nick. I'm like, I'm playing for fun. It's not competitive. I'm not. Right, right. Comp- I'm not trying to beat you. I'm trying to win, but at the same time, <laughs> see that I'm not trying to beat you. No, no, no. no, no. Let me rephrase. <laughs> that. Let me rephrase. Okay, that. go ahead. Go ahead. I am trying to win. I'm not. Gonna let, I'm not going to let you win, but at the same time, I'm going to shoot for shots that I normally no won't do. If I'm playing competitively, just for the simple fact, because like I want to see what happens. What's what's the reaction? I'm, what's the outcome I'm getting if I shoot this way? If it's in my favor, then I'll do it again if it comes back around. If it doesn't, then I definitely know I'm like, all right, I won't do that again because last time it didn't work. Oh, well, I'll try it again to see if I could get a different result. But if I'm playing competitively, meaning I'm in like a, like a tournament like this. You mean this, trying to win? 
No, I am trying to win, but I'm trying to <laughs> win with the to the. I'm taking all the advantages that I can with myself, like all the advantages I could get. I'm gonna use them to the best of my abilities. But if it's a casual, mm-hmm. and I'm playing with anybody, I don't care if I lose, and I don't care if I win. But oh, if we win, we're gonna we're gonna jump up and join. <laughs> I beat your Tony. <laughs> you know what? You know what? All this came up. You know why? Like I basically proved my point was we were at a pool hall play river one day. Wait, 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 wait. Which pool hall? Um, oh, man. He's getting one, exposed. The, the one that by player one? Yeah. Oh, dang. So we're at the pool. <laughs> we're the one by player one, he right? So he always brings this up. Because it's the best example of All what right. I'm trying to say. So anyways, we're there, <laughs> and I'm playing Tony. And then I'm like, I mean, mind you, yeah, I'm not win- I'm not obviously not winning. I'm not getting what my shots what I need to get. But I know Tony's not either. But I'm like. This game is lasting a while. This game felt like it was lasting like maybe half an hour to 40 minutes, which it shouldn't even go that far. So I'm like, but I see that Tony could have made his shot a couple of times. And I'm like, Yo, you're playing with your food. Because he could have beat me right already, but you keep on shooting around, which you're supposed to be doing. So I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not. I'm not shooting seriously. This is I'm, I'm playing for real. And then, okay, then he realized the guy next door, the guy next to us playing, is a good player. Like, he's a really good player. So... Right before we were about to leave, he posted his own pool stick and everything. It was. Oh my god, he got his own pool stick. Yeah. So, but here's the funny thing. So, did you challenge him? Yes, that's that's what happened. I didn't challenge him. I'm like, hey, that's a cool pool stick. Do you do you want to play? Because he was shooting really good, and he was like, oh, he's like, I don't care who they are. He's like in the middle of like eight people. I just was like, tap tap. Here's a fact about Tony, guys, and it's funny that we're talking about this pool thing. Tony doesn't care who you are. He's gonna talk to you. (laughs) <laughs> he, this man talked to almost everyone in this CEO, so mm-hmm. continue. I love being talking to people and knowing you, learning about new people. But and just, people. just continue the story yeah. that I was trying to say was, so me and his wife are like packing up, we're ready to go, and he he basically challenges him, or they challenge each other, something like that to a play. He and I'm like, should <laughs> we wait? Right, right, wait, right, should we wait? I was, I was asking him to play one game with me. That's should we I, wait? Because obviously, you know, he just took 45 minutes with me. I'm like, well, he said, no, 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 I'll be right there. So I swear it was like five minutes. <laughs> like we're walking to the car, we're there for like five minutes, and I see him walk. I was like, "Wait, what happened?" Oh, you know, we already played. Wait, so you you played that game within five minutes, and that was that quick? No, but the game with me took forty five minutes. You're playing with your food. <laughs> <laughs> Did you beat him? Yeah, I broke and ran. So like, I, I, breaking ran is like I, I I broke the the rack. I got a ball in, and I made all my balls. And the eight ball. And I was like, all right, thank you. Have a good night. And I just walked up oh in my, my tab and left. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, yeah. He, he just left with the stick in his hand and all his friends looking. And I was not trying to be it, like. Mm-hmm. Wow. You left him with Tony, a stick in his hand? He his, his <laughs> old stick in his he, hand. Like, can we play? He, like, he was like, he kind of wanted to play again. But at that time, was like, my wife was like, oh, let's go home. I'm tired. It was kind of late at that time. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm so sorry. I have to go. So I just left on the win. But I wasn't. Like Nick said, like I was just saying, when I, like I play with Nick and I play the like casually, then I'm just gonna, then I'm just gonna do shots I normally don't do, and if oh, it, it goes well, it doesn't. But if I'm gonna challenge somebody and it's like I, I get and like it switches to competitive mode, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to. Like, <laughs> Especially if this guy brought his own. I'm just stick. saying, it's I like mean, it's like anything yeah, else. I, I still have mine. I still have my two pool cues. At my house, uh, no, under my bed. It's like anything else. Like if we're playing a video game, if we're playing pool, if we're doing the boxing, and you are not giving me everything that you have because you don't, you're worried about my skill level. It's patronizing. 
<laughs> it is that's exactly what that is is patronizing if you're not giving your full effort because you think somebody is not good yeah that's no, patronizing because <laughs> all right guys we're gonna go on a break <laughs> and when we come back we're gonna talk about all uh, the panels we saw in this coming yeah. in daytona and also some of the things we got to test out we'll be right back these two are fighting right now we gotta <laughs> <laughs> all right be right back guys <laughs> and we're back uh so guys what do you what panels did you guys we did a few panels together but we did some separately yeah so uh, there were there's also panels going on there were like three days of panels yep dj had like three or four panels each day i think yeah there was a trivia there was um there was wrestling company there was like, wrestling trivia there was uh the one is how to get into streaming yeah uh there was uh one that i really liked and it was i, I didn't go but it wasn't a panel but it was a uh, uh women of gaming or gaming women yep. so this is like a fgc tournament for women only because it's such a small number uh, i've seen but the number but is it's growing. definitely growing it's definitely growing, this year i saw the most and top competing like yeah I, but saw, the, I was surprised. Like, wow! But it's because it, it, it's for the FGC, it's mostly male dominated. But then women are growing, and that's what I like. That's one thing I like is that they get to meet other women that are gamers. They're like, oh, we have the same interest in this game in a male dominated sport or whatever. And and some of them are good. Oh yeah, I'm scary good. Like, what the hell is this? It's like unreal. But besides that, we actually did a CEO music panel. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Matt Mania as and well. And Matt Mania. CEO music panel was ran by our friend Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, he had IQ. Uh, was it uh, Maglo, Megaran, mm-hmm. and Wisdom Words? Or Words Wisdom, I think was the name. Yeah, the one from Override. No, no, that was Kent. He was the one that was running. No, 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 no. The the singer who was one of the oh, IQ, right. IQ, and there was another one that that was Maglo. At... Maglo. Maglo. Okay. Yeah, and then there was a third person. I didn't get his name. I don't remember. I have to find it. But it was Mega Ryan also, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the history of CEO music and how they started about what five two thousand fourteen. Yeah. They they started they, every year. They come out with the album, and they try to make the album like the theme track to to the experience you have as CEO so they they actually take their time and think of what it would be like if you would just put your headset play this play this album and walk and have your experience and you'll feel the ups and downs and the thrills and the rushes and and everything and it's very hip hop uh, electric um, type of genre theme theme no um, I, I mean I, li- I was at the panel and I listened to it and I like what they their approach was because and their ideas is, is is it's not I mean when it comes to a lot of other things like not necessarily the gaming but when it comes to a lot of other things like say like movies and stuff like that the idea is there it's been there for, for since the beginning which is they wanted to create a signature sound when it comes to stuff like that, because it's one thing to remember something based on what you what you witnessed, how you experienced it, but they want to basically trigger that same memory based on music. Same way 
uh, movie trailer or uh, movies have soundtracks where it's like you hear a specific sound, like let's say whatever, Rolling, Rolling by Limp Bizkit, and you think, you know, Fast and Furious. You know, like every certain sound, certain music is always triggering you to certain things. And that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to find signature sounds to trigger based on, um, you know, these gaming events, especially like CEO, the theme song. And like you said, they want to capture everything with it. So that way, you know, when people hear it, they're, you know, they're, li- they're thinking about that. And actually, they brought up a lot of good points where there was like they, one of them had mentioned talking about talking to um, one of like the, the, the corporation uh, like um, Spotify, like somebody in the headquarters over there. And they were asking in regards to like if you go on Spotify and you put gamer or something like that, what would you get? And it wasn't necessarily songs that were synonymous with just fighting games or gaming in general. It was just like top 20 type thing. Where, yeah, so they just put like the top 40 tracks. In yeah, because they said it's safer. So think about that is like you have all these different things, you know, like you're putting you're putting together for this kind of community. And they technically don't even have their own signature sound. Yeah. And that's what they you know, they were bringing up that they wanted. To, they, they've been working on creating. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's not like they... They just bring, they create the music from scratch. Yeah, of they, course. They don't, they try their best and they do a damn good job of producing tracks that they don't have to sample. No. That they they have that Street Fighter feel. They have that Mortal Kombat 11 feel. And it, it was, they, they actually did the music, the intro to Alex Jabali during uh, AEW's mm. Fire Fe- Fighter Fest, which was, a dope track with Mega Ryan in the group. Oh but, yeah, um, yeah. So that was that was one that was the only panel I went. No, we went no, to we another went to panel. Few. We, yeah, I went to with uh, with uh, Ricky to the uh, Orlando community Twitch meetup, and we got to meet a lot of the local local uh, streamers. streamers. Well, that was cool. And people would think that it's all fighting games. No, we met uh, one guy named LA, and he does cooking. Yeah, on, just... on, on Twitch. That's how he does. He does five days a week and he cooks. And then we have uh, Big Cheese from Tampa. He yeah. runs the Tampa Twitch uh, group, community group. And he does a variety of games. He doesn't only do fighting games. He does anything that his audience listens to, uh, wants to watch him play. They're like, oh, we want you to play Meg- uh, Super Mario Bros. 3. He's like, if I have it, I'll play it. Mm. And, and, I, and that was one thing that I loved about it is like, it was not solely each panel was from people that had different experiences and maybe they they didn't like or maybe they're not really into the fighting games, but they know the there community a, yeah. and they provided their input and their appreciation that what we're doing or CEO is doing for the fighting community that they're giving showing that love by putting their face or their time or their effort into it to pull that community up because overall it pulls up all video game communities collectively yeah no not only that but like um not even video game com- well yeah video game communities but anything in general like, the, like you said the cooking yeah there's people that like paint yeah there's like artists on streaming now and it's crazy what twitch has become but also we had a doctor in there remember a chiropractor he was He's a chiropractor and he he watched he's from orlando and he watches streamers, but he he um, heals streamers. Like he, 
Because so, yeah. Carpal Tunnel and all so, that. So what it is is that yeah. he's, he's a huge gamer at heart. And he actually met his wife gaming, what is it, Everlast? Ever, EverQuest. EverQuest. So, yeah, so he was saying that a lot of his friends that uh, started gaming that are older now are don't play as much because they have carpal tunnel, back problems, shoulder problems. And he right. sees that uh, long-term playing could be an effect of it. So what he does is that he, he provides a chiropractic service for gamers and helps them with what he feels or what they need yeah, to, like, to, yeah. to, 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 to have their gaming experience because that's that's when things are sucks. So once you have, you can't do what you love, it's rough. And if, if if I can't play video games anymore for whatever reason, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> Can we take a minute to discuss some of the like uh, like you mentioned the chiropractor for for yeah. gamers, and I just I I thought this is because this is, I don't know if this is something I witnessed before, but I think this is the first time I noticed it is there were so many different things. Like for gamers that you would normally see, like in a in a bodybuilding like convention, like oh, I saw pre workout, yeah. basically pre workout for gamers. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get, get back to that. We'll okay, get, okay, we'll get okay. back okay. to that because we tested out a lot of cool things that we want to talk yeah. about. But the last thing we did, the last like the t- the two was the so yeah the yeah. twist stream. Okay, before we go, if you're listening to us and you want to be a streamer and stuff, I think you should try out and going to these meetups. Because like Definitely. we met the guy who runs what is it marketing for Full Sail or what is he? He's a he's well he's a general manager for uh, the esports uh, the, Full Sail of uh, division of Full yeah. Sail the esports division. So he helps manage all the students that do uh, COG, uh, Overwatch, Overwatch. Uh, there is some fighting games in there. They but, have like yeah. Street Fighter. I think they have a few few fighting games, but they do a lot of. Uh, yeah, Full Cell right now is like they have their esports arena there, so it was yeah. pretty cool meeting him. We were like, oh wow! And, yeah. And so and he, and what's great about it is that when we did our introductions there, if if you were there, you saw us, but we don't stream. We don't stream. Yeah. We're strictly podcast for now, but they welcomed us with open arms. Yeah. They were like, we love the idea of what we're doing, helping promote the nerd culture with the Central Florida area currently and expanding out to the Jacksonville, Daytona, Tampa, South Florida, anywhere that 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 needs the love that we need to show them and help them promote their own thing in their space. We would love to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I tell people, like, reach out to us. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know. What is your? I even told them like, tell me, send me an email of your streamer, your your stream schedule, and I've, if I'm able to promote it through us and let them know people, other people that's like maybe I want to see cooking. Yeah, I want to see what he's making. I'll probably eat it. Yeah, and if if it's keto friendly, Twitch is a good way of just <laughs> like, like I I'll be honest with everyone. When I come back from work, so I I work nights, so I come home like at three. I just put on Twitch and I watch streamers. <laughs> Because sometimes they're playing a game I wanted to play, or they're doing, or they're having interesting conversations, or what's Bob Ross? Yeah, there, there's someone. <laughs> there was a Twitch. There was a no. I know that. So like, it was one of the biggest ones out there. They too, would just right? watch Bob Ross reruns. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, the, the other panel. The other panels I did was wrestling related. So we did go to uh, Matt Mania podcast. Uh, Mega Rans in that podcast and all the other guys. They were really cool people. We got to meet them. And there was another podcast there. 
Um, what happened? He's trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to. The Fighter Boys. The fighter Boys, yes, yes. And um, yeah, a bunch of cool people. They were really into wrestling. We got to take some pictures for them. And um, the last thing when the uh, when Nick and Tony were at the music for CEO, I went to a wrestling trivia. <laughs> I didn't participate. Why not? Uh, I don't know. All right. If you would have participated. Honestly, how- I'm going to be honest. So hopefully the listener of this trivia, hopefully he's not listening in. I don't know if he would, but uh, I don't, the host was kind of meh. <laughs> he was kind of weird and it kind of threw me off. And I'm like, yeah, I need to leave. And I did. But, wow. <laughs> but the questions were cool. Um, it's just hard because it was just one dude and he, you could tell he needed help. Because he needs someone to run the music and stuff, but you know he had he had a good crowd in there. He was giving good prizes, so that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. But now let's talk about some of the things we got to play with. Oh, Sounds yes. a little dirty, but mm, that was <laughs> so. In the event, uh, there is a lot of like vendors, exhibitors. Yep. And one of the things we got to test out is like a hitbox arcade stick. Um, so if you don't know what that is, so most arcade sticks, you have a stick with like a ball on top, like a joystick, a joystick, joystick, that's it, a joystick. Well, a hitbox takes that out and you have buttons as a joystick. So it's like a keyboard. Yeah. 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 And it's like the reason why it's there because you get precise movements. Yeah, you do. And it's very interesting, guys. Like, it felt it's very weird if you're not used to it, but it felt good after a little bit. I was like, "Wow, this is." Yeah, the, I feel like the learning curve is is it's kind of high. The learning curve is definitely high. It's so, not, but once yeah. but once you get to that point that you're comfortable with your movements, oh, it's gonna be so flawless. Yeah, like Daigo. Daigo does a hitbox and got to top eight. Yeah, with it in Street Fighter. Yeah, I know there's a couple Smash players. Smash Brothers has one. and Oh, yeah. They have a special one, like a, a special edition. Yeah, there were buttons it's... everywhere on that stick. <laughs> yeah. And so that was cool. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, I know there's uh, some top players that play with a hitbox. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. Nick, what were you going to bring up before? I... Oh, oh, no, no. Yeah, because no, I was... The uh, energy. Well, because, yeah. I, I mean, aside from, you know, the normal equipment that most people have to get, you know, for everything, I found it interesting people were getting stuff, like, for a little, like, physical, technical things. Like, the what I said before, which was legitimately... Because, I mean, I, I grew up in, like, uh, weightlifting, bodybuilding community also. So, I knew about pre-workout, stuff like that. So... This was a pre-workout, and the guy explained it to me, specifically designed for gamers. Yeah. Like, and I, I found that amazing, where it's like, wow, really? You're getting powder and everything, you put in your drink, and it tasted pretty good. So I found that interesting that there was pre-workout for that. And then Ooh, there was the, I think it was apple. a, what was it called? It Goo? Oh, there was yeah, a, we're going to get to that. But regarding that, <laughs> that no, because me, me and Ricky were testing about that, that uh, I think it was a grit, no, crit. It was a CR. G or grit, I think it was. Called oh yeah, yeah. it's called grit, mm-hmm. the powder drink. I was talking to, I was, uh, I think my, our Mikey was talking to Rafi about it, mm-hmm. and Rafi goes, "Yeah, I did it once, and I saw every frame, 
in the <laughs> game. He goes, I, I was like, I was so focused. I saw every frame and I saw everything was coming like 10 steps ahead. That definitely gave me energy. That's yeah. For sure. we, and we only took like a little bit. Yeah, we did. We took like uh, maybe a less, shot. A shot. Yeah. And that was, and, that, and, and you could tell like, wow, if I would just do a full cup or like a six, 12 ounce with the powder shaked up and drink, yeah, because... I, th- I think I would have won, won the tournament. <laughs> I would have won every tournament in there. That was my special juice. Yeah, because I'm sure because I mean the most pre workouts work on the sense of they they push your physical ability yeah. to push further than its limits. So I'm guessing so I'm guessing this one is more focused on cognitive ability. Do you crash hard after a pre workout if you don't like Not really. I mean it, I mean, it, this isn't a pre-workout. We gotta stop saying that. It's something else. I mean, it, well, it, 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 it works the same. It works the same kind of concept because it's like an energy like, drink, right? Well, it's, that's what kind of a pre-workout a is too. Uh, just a powder energy drink. Yeah. What what most pre-workouts work on the sense of it, like your nerves are like shot, like all the way. They're they're pushed. Yeah. So like the first thing, like, I mean, I don't, you guys, I don't know if you tried the whole full bottle, but I can tell you right now, it works the same way as a pre-workout if one simple thing happens. Your your ears your ears start feeling itchy. It's a weird it's a weird tick that happens, but I notice most pre workouts have the same thing because your nerves are are pushed, so you start feeling things more. Yeah, so that was amazing. I try. So, I want to. I want to kind of order it next time. I, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm thinking about like getting back into it. Maybe we'll see. I always say that, but. Because I'm so hyped up. I just like the. Game. I mean, like, but I do like the idea that it's crazy. basically they're going to like they're they're not only adapting to people's like what equipment people use, but also their physical ability to keep up with that equipment. I, I've never thought about it as a concept for gamers, which is amazing. Yeah, and another one that and you were about to mention it, but I'm sorry for stopping. You're you. good. <laughs> Me and Ricky tried it out. It was Gamer Goo. Yeah. yeah. So Gamer Goo, it's a, it looks like a it's a almost like a lotion bottle. It looks like. Different scents. I had I had peppermint, but they had like uh, cucumber, melon, teak wood, and what it does is like if you take the size of a dime, like maybe less, and you like rub it in your hands for a while, it becomes real tacky, so you don't get sweat and you keep that grip on the controller. Yep. And like the first time I've ever tried it, my friend I had somebody try. He's like, "Oh, try it!" And I put it in my hands. I'm like, "Oh, I'm like I'm trying to like." Uh, rub my hands and you can feel the the tackiness like rough but this time when i had i tried it they had a controller there and i was like let me try it with the controller and i was like ooh, uh <laughs> it was like, oh yeah it was, this like, was quite a... so good like like you could feel every movement you're doing because it's just, just like yeah it, it keeps that traction so it's there for like if like he said if, if your palms get sweaty and like, like you do long, if you, it's great for long, streamers yeah, that for do streamer. that that does long streams, because I know if you're gonna play four or five hours or record for two three hours, your hands are gonna get sweaty just playing so on, on the controller. <laughs> I w- I rub my hands together and I try to like rub all the rub way, across, yeah. and I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't go like, I don't know if you guys <laughs> hear it, but I couldn't do that. I was like. And so, you know, I, I love it. was I, pretty cool. I can imagine if somebody was like, because before that, I'm sure people tried different things to try to f- create that that result. So I'm just, I'm, I mean, it's just amazing that they actually have something for it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's just like, like you said, it's like when people lift weights and they put the powder in and yeah. they lift it. Yeah. Except it's, <laughs> it's, it's for gaming. Games. But there was not only, uh, there was a lot of other ones. They, they had, oh, they had the 
other fight stick that you wanted, the V-Trix. The V-Trix, yes. Which, uh, it was nice, heavy, detachable uh, joystick that could be put in the front and yeah. the inside. And what is great about it is that it's so custom customizable on the inside that... Yeah, it's super it's, easy it's, to customize. It's like... It means so much because a lot of people like parts. A lot, sometimes you get fight sticks if they're just made by certain um, designers or developers of them. Yeah, they're sometimes if they're very restrictive, it's hard to get a modified to something that you would want. Mm-hmm. But this one, it it has that option that you could do everything, and I love the ha- it has a handle on the side that you could carry it. Yeah. It has uh, the notches in the in the front of it that you could wrap your cord or. If you have a sling, you could sling it so you could carry it as like almost like a bag. Yep. They have that. And, and the best service ever that they had there is that they were doing laser etch sketching on your fight stick if you purchased one that day. Yeah. So like if we bought it that day, we could have put our logo of our podcast on our stick. Yeah. On our fight. It's, it was great. It's pricey. One of these arcades costs $350. Yeah. But I think it's worth it. Definitely. Yeah, there was them. Uh, other than that, the monitors was, they had the uh, uh, Zomi Zomi BenQ. Yep, we got to see some of those. I so. got to play. I actually got to play with it today. Playing, yeah. I was, like I was saying earlier. I've uh, seen them before. Sh- so. uh, Samurai Showdown. Yeah, and it, it was top beautiful. Um, what else was there? There was uh, Controller Chaos. So Controller, Controller Chaos. Chaos are from, if I'm not mistaken, Wisconsin, and what they do is they customize your controllers. Unfortunately, they don't. They have controls on hand that you could buy, but they won't be able. If you have your own fight stick, they can't do it on site customizations. Right. But they do have a website you could go to. That, I think it's called controllerchaos.com, and you could purchase or even order a custom controller to whatever specification or design you want. Yeah, these guys go pretty much to any convention. So I'm, I bet they're going to, if you're in South Florida next week for uh, Super Florida. Con? Super Con. Super, yeah. They're going to be probably down there because they were at MegaCon. Yeah. So, but those guys are great. They have good designs. They even had like a Switch design. That was yeah. awesome. And I think they do a design for every event. Like they do a custom design for every event that they're like, they did CEO this year. I know they yeah. have an Evo coming for Evo for this year. They have one. Uh, going to be out. There were them. Um, who else was it? There was a Juicy Controls. Those are the guys that did the custom controls out of wood and leather. The uh, little cool. round square, uh, circular ones. The one that's open in the middle? Yes. There mm-hmm. was them. Yeah. Uh, we had other even local businesses there. Other than uh, they had Arcade Monster from Avito, which is a arcade bar uh, around the, what is it, FSU area? UCF, so. UCF area. It's around there, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's it's like a two floor gaming bar. Um, they were running free tournaments. Uh, what other vendors were there? There was there's a lot tons. Of, there, there was, was tons. Samsung was there. And you yeah. haven't even gone to the artist lane, and then, but like yeah, artist yeah. alley where there's a whole bunch of artists uh, and uh, gaming generation was there, which is it has a bunch of merch. If you're for licensing, uh, Cybertron Gaming was there. Oh yeah, and they're big in like the UCF area. Juicy, Juicy was Juicy was running stream for Dragon Ball. Yeah, I remember so. that. But the artist alley was good because it's actually expanding a little bit more. It was more than last year. Uh, yeah, that's good. But they had a lot, a lot of local artists that did uh, pins, t-shirts. Um, they had 
what I've noticed about this one is like a lot of them have bigger posters. Like usually they have like an eleven by seventeen. They have like twenty four by thirty six. Nice poster size. I mean, I got a giant painting this side. For oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so Which one of awesome. uh, uh, Mikey uh, gave a generous gift to our boy Ricky from our actual close friends of Ginky Goth uh, yeah. from Florida of who? Of our boy Spike from Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and it's awesome. And so the cool thing about it, the secret. Is if you put a black light into it, there's a secret painting in the background. So, so you got two pictures for one. I, I do. It's great. It's good. Yeah. But uh, who else was there? We're doing showdown. Oh, one which I don't know if you played. Kill Lock Kill had a demo out. No, oh, but I that did line not play it. that line was always busy. It was like yeah. Every time I walk by, I'm like, I want to play. And didn't have time to to sit. So every year they have like a game that's like a preview. Yeah. So like last year, the big game was Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, Wii U. Right. Right. Smash yeah. Ultimate. Smash Ultimate. Smash. Smash Ultimate for the Wii. Oh, Smash Ultimate. Right. For right. The, right. For the for the for Switch. For the Switch. Yeah. So I remember the line for that. I heard was ridiculous. Yeah, it was like a two-hour week. <laughs> I think almost. Yeah. Kill a Kill wasn't that big, but it was definitely it, it was, was always busy really. every time. Did you play it? No, I didn't get to play. Every time I would walk by when I was available, there were like people, and I'm like, oh, I want to play, but I didn't have time to because I was like either running to where you guys are at or yeah. Even doing... today, seems today seemed like it was. I didn't like, do today, uh, no, because it was top, top uh, the top eight for every game, and yeah. we, were, we were trying to watch those at the arena, and they were not in the arena; they were in the main hall. Right. So yeah. So yeah, fun experience. If you never check, I believe this is the last year it's gonna be in Daytona. I hear. Can't confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Actually, I, I wonder how big you think. Like, what else can they go to be bigger? I don't know. I I don't even. I mean, if they keep on with AEW, which is big, like the wrestling world knew about this <laughs> for sure. And um, I don't know how they can make it big. It's. I think this is a big, big as it could get. No, it could get bigger. No, it can get bigger. I mean, if it becomes bigger, it's not a fighting game tournament anymore. No, it's no. like a convention. No, I'm and bigger in the sense of spectacle. Spectacle, bringing more audience. Okay, so what could they do? I feel like if here's a here's a here's a um, if they want to make it bigger, they have to add like more games. Well, but the thing here's the thing: adding a, more games is then going to add more people because maybe those people don't play those games. It's Growing that attraction, it's right. it's hard. All right, it's discouraging to come in. I'm trying to figure out. The, all right, so it's discouraging. Oh man, I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it. Uh, I see it as pool. When I played pool, when we were playing pool, and I'm yeah. I'm referencing it because this is how I talk to the the general manager of the company. He goes like, "It's hard to bring people in when you have so much high level players." Yeah, I mean, the more, if the playing field was more equal, like you could get, if you could get more beginners to come in to play, then they'll stick around longer and then, then that will attract other people to come in more. Mm. So I think it's just building audience to attract more beginners to come in because if they come in at a, at, at a really high level, they're like, oh, I, I don't have to go to casuals. I so, don't have to go to, 
I don't have to go to weeklies. I don't have to go to monthly. So I do just, you think that the next level would be leagues as opposed? Like, so instead of just having everybody compete no. on the same level or a certain it's, degree, it would be like you have the, you know, whatever, the junior league and the senior league type No, league. I think the way to grow it bigger is to work it, um, re- reverse engineer it. What do you mean? Reverse engineering meaning is like if we want our majors to have to have the capacity of entries like smash to like a thousand players, and we saw that the next one was more uh, MK11, Mortal Kombat 11 that only had 11, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 only had like 500. I would think like, what can I do to reverse engineer it? So that means I need more people in my casuals. I need people to come more in my weeklies. So the more if I could if I could develop a system to get more people into my weeklies, later on future or like in time they'll come to our monthlies, because they're a little bit more competitive and they're a little bit more crowded, but they're local. Mm-hmm. And then if you if you get more people to your locals, now you could get them to your majors. So now you have more people to come in because it's hard. It's it's. It's because I so get what you're saying. It gets, like, you're, you're saying. You want to extend the journey because you're yeah, you're kind of talking about what like card games do. So card games, you have your locals every week. Yeah. And like let's okay, let's go to Yu Gi Oh. Yu Gi Oh. They have their locals every week. They have regionals like every like two months, which yeah. is like all right. Beginners should go to this tournament, and then whatever you know try. But then there was a bigger tournament. Ahead of that, so you yeah. think you should have like different, not different, but um, try to improve or get more focus on bringing in people to come to your weeklies, because it, it's almost uh, it's so many things I've done like salsa dancing. Like if I wouldn't went to like a salsa congress yeah. and I've never danced before, or I want to learn. But this is the thing: why people, would you go there if you never dance? No, because I want to dance. If, if yeah, if, but if, if you I, don't if, if, know how to or you never dance, no. But if you're like, I love fighting games. I've never been to in, in my in, in my area. There's but no that's the thing. Games. Like we didn't compete. Mm-hmm. We just went and had a good time, and we yeah. played the games. Yeah. Like it's no, there. No, but I'm talking about in the sense of growing, expand. Like how Nick said, expanding it. If you, how much can you more expand? The only way you can expand is getting more people to come in and entry in competition, not as spectators, because the more competition you got, the more people you could get to come through. Uh, but then wouldn't that also discourage? Like right now, we can get somebody who. Maybe started playing a month, a couple months ago. That, yeah, I don't. And I think if you're you thinking start of, doing it where it's too many levels, where they have to compete locally a lot more, they might get a bit more discouraged to even feel like they should go to a, an event like this. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, salsa and everything else, you go to develop to learn more. Which that's we discussed it. That's a possibility here. But for the most part, you go to these levels because you're competing, you're fighting, you're yeah, you know, fighting against other people. So if you do more localized, it might. Here's, it might discourage like somebody who's a new player to want to come to something this big. Here's the thing. The competitors are already coming to compete. They already know what's up. Yeah, I know. So you want, or Jabali wants to get the common people, the spectators. Like this time he wanted the wrestling fans to come in and get into the FGC. That's how I think this one was so successful because he did that. Yesterday was nothing but... AEW people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Right? And they were all, they were everywhere. They were look, going to Jabali land. They were doing this. So I think what if, if I was to make it bigger, I would 
unfortunately, like even I was like, I guess we will make it like a convention. <laughs> like, well, because you're the whole. The only way you can make it bigger, and I think I get what you're saying, is that like right now it's specified, specified to gamers and now wrestlers. So the only way you can get bigger is if you open up that genre more to another to another right. and like bring what, voice actors from the video game. That'll bring you know. Yeah. Bring I don't know or have more People, events too. Actors like, who play those roles. Yeah, I mean, some of those voice actors are huge. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was seen as 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 coming from. This is why I think it's the biggest. FTC I, only side. Yeah. I guess I see where you're definitely going. People. Like, People have tried to make this community grow for so long, and it's definitely have grown. But in order to make it bigger, to get it like you have to expand. It's well, no, or to get it like League of Legends status, or because these guys have arenas with sixty thousand people watching yeah. players play a video game. <laughs> wow, we're not there, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the Florida uh, or the fighting game community that. Just doesn't do that. I don't know. I mean, it looks like it's getting there. I mean, we so we I mean, it is not it is for sure, but well, it like, always feels like it's the same yeah. same people. Yeah, I don't know. It's great, and I love it, but I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what. Well, you know, what I noticed. That I find weird that it wasn't there. So we got people that play it. We got people that help you play it. We got people that sell you equipment to play it. But I didn't really like see. Which I find weird. Developers like you would yeah. think people people would that, that, de- yeah. that, that yeah, get into developing games, yeah, like would be there. Yeah, you would think like Capcom. Hey, you have one of the most popular franchises in the world. You would think you would come up. I think they did have a Capcom rep, but I think they, uh, I mean, just, they are there. But, but they were just recording. But they were never. Yeah, involved. and like the head of Neverum, uh, Tyler was there, yeah. and they are there, but. I just you I think feel a booth. like everything everything is very specific like n- like even you know nothing there was nothing beyond fighting games which I get it dude it's a fighting game tournament um but I just felt like they they could have at least branched off to other things that they could have been introducing other games other things like between the same company but everything's very, just more specific yeah, yeah like, I know. Like they could have branched off a little bit more but they didn't Well there's one thing that we, we talked about it but I won't mention it in the podcast I'll let you guys know a little bit afterwards. I know I told you about it. Oh, okay. We'll mention it after the podcast. Okay, okay. So the last yeah. thing we want to talk about is actual the city itself. So like I said, we usually talk about our sweet Orlando. Yeah. But and now we're we, nerds in the city, Daytona. Yeah, we are in Daytona. Um, what an interesting place, guys. <laughs> My favorite place is the Wing House. <laughs> well, went there twice. Uh, wings were good. The burgers were way better. I felt than the wings. No, the burger was amazing. Yeah. The burgers were amazing. I mean, wing house is wing house, guys. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's the only. I just felt like we weren't able to explore the city the way we normally would explore, just because because there's so many people in this in this tournament involved here. We're parked in a specific parking lot that if we moved, we ain't never getting that spot back. So yeah. basically, we're, we're limited we to where trapped. we can walk. But all right, I'm going to be brutally honest. There's a lot of. Bum. Seems like there's a drug just, problem. Uh, in this area. Yeah. All right, you know what? There was a lot of sketchy people. There's <laughs> a lot of sketchy people. Some mostly some in the morning, but mainly at night walking. There's out. a lot of reports of like a lot of racism, and it's just I don't know. The town is yeah. sketch. But it's then just, I, I do know that last year they were having a lot more issues. 
Yeah. And Jabili addressed it because I know he went to the city hall and did a, a meeting with them. And I I feel I didn't. There was a lot of the cops around, so and I, 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 they controlled that more because last yeah. time what happened was uh, there used to be bums. They would walk in into the into the front of where Jabili land and just try to hang out, and people didn't know that they were part of it. But now, like they doubled down on security yeah. and people there that it was, it was a lot better than last year. But still, I don't think Daytona would be the best option for next year if they come back again. Yeah, so I don't think because I mean the the view that the we view is amazing. I mean the experience outside of the view. <laughs> It's a little it's, rough. It's well, rough. just to tell you guys a story, which I thought was funny, was this morning I woke up at six in the morning to see the sunrise. I yeah. I do my photography, so I was like, you know, I wanted to get a picture of the sunrise since we're here. So I did. I woke up. I walked down. And, yeah, right in front of the hotel, the, the boardwalk and everything was beautiful. You know, the beach and everything was lovely. Everybody saw a bunch of people sitting there watching the sunrise. So I'm like, I want to get more perspective. So I started to walk further down past the hotel. And I realized because there's a pier that kind of separates this hotel area, very nice, you know, clean area to... A super sketchy part. To Daytona. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so funny because once I got to the pier, I started realizing there was just a lot more, you know, what, homeless people or a lot more people like that seemed like they had drug problems. And they, they were, for the most part, they were harmless. It's just kind of, it made me feel uncomfortable just because I'm walking around with like, you know, my equipment, which is like, a, you know, maybe a thousand dollars or two. So I'm walking around with this thing in my hand and these people are just kind of like, I don't know who these people are. They... They seem homeless, but they could just as easily. I mean, they they seem harmless, but they could easily just, you know, hey, this guy must have some money on the whatever because of the camera. Yeah. So it, it got kind of sketchy once you get past the pier. Yeah. So. No. <laughs> so, yeah, no. so if you're from Daytona, I mean, you just gotta tell us where the good spots are because yeah, we're just limited to this area. So we're limited to the Ocean Center to the beach, which. It's nice. In and itself. I say it's really nice. The beach and our our hotel has been a great. Oh wow, the hotel is beautiful. Yeah, it's been cool. But staff was amazing. Staff everything. was good. Just Daytona's a little rough. <laughs> a little rough. It, it just goes beyond the doors and when wing house. Yeah. On that note, uh, well, I think we're gonna call it a uh, call it a day or a night. Um, next week we're gonna go back to normal. We're gonna be reviewing a movie. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. So I'm sure our boy is very oh, yeah. excited. Oh, we got our tickets I got ready. my tickets ready, <laughs> Well, I don't, so <laughs> here we are. Um, and yeah, we'll just be a regular scheduled program next week. Yeah. Thanks for joining us in our trip to CEO. If you uh, are curious about next year, uh, definitely try it, especially if you're into video games, and it's it's a good time. Go to your casuals, go to your weeklies, go to your monthlies. <laughs> play online, play locally, have friends come or over. Or not even. If you don't even play it, you just want to come out. It's good. It's fun. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, you can follow us on. Oh, Ricky's not going to say it. I have something in my mouth. Oh, sorry, sorry. So, yeah, you can always follow us on Twitch, Twitter. Oh, we do have a Twitch, but no no, view, no videos yet. But Twitter, Instagram. Soon to come. Fa- coming soon. Yeah, coming to Facebook at Nerds in the City. Uh Hit us a like, like us with comments, uh, reviews. Let us know what you think. If you if there's a topic you want us to talk about, we'll be glad to talk about it. Uh, until then, guys. All right, see you next week. Yeah.